What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Nerdwide Podcast, our first episode of 2022. So what does that mean? Of course, we are doing our 2021 review top five matchup, head-to-head, whatever you want to call it. But before we get there, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my favorite co-host, Mr. Chris Rivers. Chris, how have you been this new year? I've been a little bit busy. How have you been? Uh, about the same, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a weird, I guess, what, week and a half, a week and two days of a new year now. Um, mm-hmm. we started off the new year with tornadoes in Tennessee going through Nashville, yeah. again, of course, always, um, which turned into snow the very next day and we had mm-hmm. snow Sunday and that Monday. I forget what happened Tuesday. Uh, I forget what happened Wednesday, but we had like a week right there it was really weird. And of course this past Thursday, we had seven inches where I'm at. I don't know how many you got, yeah. but we had seven inches of snow. Yeah, I think it was like five. Yeah, it's just you know Tennessee. Why not? And now yeah. it uh, it rained to, uh, overnight last night, and there's no snow to be seen. So everything's yeah. back to normal. And we're supposed to get. I think we're supposed to get storms later in the week, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's just Tennessee. By by the way, where I'm at, the um, I think it was this past Monday. So in between the storms. Uh, we finally got Whataburger. Oh, that's right. They opened it up. Yeah, they opened it up. And even now, there is a line going from the restaurant, and it I would guess it's about a quarter of a mile stretch, <laughs> almost to the Lebanon Road, Old Hickory Boulevard intersection, to the point that they've had four, at any given time, four police units out there no to do traffic way. and crowd control. And it stays that way. What a time. <laughs> For what a burger. For what a burger. I mean, I mean, it's gotta be a good burger. I've never had one though. Just like I've never had was it In and Out? That's big out west. Yeah, West Coast. Yeah. I think. Like Texas over. So, one thing that I have been doing in, in my break here, uh one, I've I'm down to twelve episodes that I need to watch to be completely caught up for Curse of Oak Island. Mm-hmm. That's taken a lot of time. <laughs> I've also, though, been trying to get something else under control. Now, this is newer, but when I was a kid, I collected. Oh, you can't see that. There you go. Oh, have you been collecting cards or have you been uh, putting them in sleeves? Uh, sleeving things up, I'm, I'm trying to go through and kind of... Um, Pair down the collection. There's certain things I want to hang on to. Mm. But, uh, yeah, trying to get some stuff together, get some things graded so I can sell it. Collect more. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, I'm trying to think, I think I was collecting magic cards for a little bit there, Magic the Gathering. But you then, still got them? No, I just gave them away to a, uh, a family oh. friend's kid because he was starting to get into it. And I was yeah. like, eh, I'm just going to give it all to you because I never played it. It was like a whole year and a half since I touched them. And I was like, you know, if someone else is getting into it, then I'm going to let them get into it the right way with some good cards. Uh, kicking myself a little bit for it, but there's always the app or the um, or the app you can download on your computer and just play with them there too. So that's what well, yeah, I haven't done that in a while. The price though. on some of those things though is... Yeah, yeah. I bought a card oh, for... Yeah. I sold one for $30 and bought a $15 card to complete a set that I needed. Um, I did that a while. I guess that was, what, 2018, 2016, 2017, 2018. I was real heavy into it. 
and played it a uh-huh. lot with different people. But those are some good times back in the apartment days, if you will. Uh, but guys, listen, this is the Nerdwide Podcast. Technically, it's episode 54. We did a spoiler-filled Hawkeye show and uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Just all spoilers all the way, what the implications meant for all of that. You can catch that episode now on YouTube. Uh, on Ner- If you search up Nerdwide in there, of course, wherever you're listening and following this at. Um, but speaking of housekeeping, don't forget to subscribe to either our YouTube or podcasting service of your choice. If you enjoy the show, make sure you leave us a thumbs up on YouTube or give us a good rating for your podcasting apps. If you don't enjoy what you see or hear, make sure you leave us a comment and let us know how we can improve the show. As always, you can always go to patreon.com slash nerdwide. Toss us a couple bucks that way if you want to go that extra little mile for us. Uh, we've already catched up. So, Chris, I want to know, have you been any- watching anything good on TV recently? during the break uh i mean like i said i've just been catching up on uh curse of oak island trying to get that i had at one point i had like 45 46 episodes only on the (laughs) on on the dvr so i was like yeah i probably need to to clear a little space there (laughs) yeah so i'm down to a dozen left so uh see i have there's two on here um that I've been watching over the past couple of weeks, but I can't talk about those until we get into our top five list. Uh, two mm. of which I'm sure a lot of people can deduce of what they are, especially if you pay attention to me on Twitter. Uh, the other one is Vampire Diaries. Jamie and I started wa- re-watching that again because we realized we never finished that show. And um, Netflix has been like, hey, any recommendations? This is something you need to be watching. So we just kind of been watching it, of course. Yeah. Huge sucker for CW shows, and Vampire Diaries is one of the earliest ones from, I guess, our time that we started paying attention to it. Like Stephen Amell's in it for like three episodes. There's a lot of people that I realize are on because CW usually reuses a lot of the same actors and actresses, and not, uh, of course, not di- any different from Vampire Diaries. So i'm trying to think i think that's it as far as tv what we've been watching i've got two i watched on movies that are not my list but we're gonna have a lot Um, of fun i meant to ask you too um speaking of cw actors on other shows are you aware that katrina law is now on ncis i think so yeah i follow her on twitter is she a regular on there yeah oh good for her i like her a lot um the show she did right before that, I think, was um, the final few episodes of Hawaii Five-O. Oh, so she's a show killer then. <laughs> Just kidding. Nope, that's not on the record. <laughs> cut it, 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 cut it. Um, all right, well, Chris. You, you, ne- you never know. You might have forgotten to press record, and then we'd be. Oh, she made me look over there and look at it. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our top five list, how we're going to do it. Uh, I will go first with my number five. I'm going to pitch it to Chris for his number five, and then four, then three, then two, then one, and we'll finally go from there. We'll figure uh, out who's right. Who's Yeah, whose list is better than the other ones. That's, that's essentially just what it comes down to right now. Um, so I'll go first. And this one, so these hmm, four and five to me could be interchangeable. It's mm. Maybe th- my third pick as well. But my first pick... For number five, Superman and Lois, season one. Really enjoyed the show. 
the thing that the reason it's so low on the list for me was the breaks that absolutely killed the momentum. Uh, granted, they couldn't really control what they did for COVID protocols and post production and things like that. But that's where Superman and Lois, unfortunately, comes on my list. Well, at least it made your list. Oh, Chris, spicy! <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 number five for me. Um, this was difficult because there were a lot of good shows, and uh, number five, I had to go with Loki. Loki. Mm. Yeah. It's a really fun show. Uh, out of my list. I, I don't know how that show turns out if Owen Wilson's not part of it. Ooh, that's a good. Oh, forgot about uh, you know? what, are the, what was his name? The Morbius, Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. God, not can be confusing yeah. at all. Him and his his jet skis and. See, like I forget about uh, all that stuff. I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch Loki before I watch Multiverse of Madness. So yeah. Because he's but in it. I actually, on my initial list, I had it above Superman and Lois anyway. So, yeah. And then I added a couple of shows that dropped Superman and Lois off the list. Well, that's just unfortunate because that's, uh, that's a good show. Speaking of, it's coming back next week. I'm so excited. Yeah. I seriously cannot wait. All the promos and um, advertisements and everything and trailers makes it uh-huh. look like it's going to be really good. I feel like they're going to have a bigger budget than they did for season one. And is that usually Hopefully. how that works? Do you usually get a bigger budget for your subsequent seasons? Yeah. Yeah, usually. And, and what they'll sometimes do is they, uh, I forget the technical term for it, but they'll set a couple of episodes here or there in one location. Mm-hmm. So that, And it, it's got a particular name that they give it. That allows them to spend bigger on other episodes. Mm. So We've got uh, Ian Brown, I think is his last name. From uh, Teen Wolf, he's in it as a general. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Anyways, back to the list. My number four, Falcon and Winter Soldier, season one. Mm. Enjoyed it, and this is a future spoiler. This is my only MCU TV show that made my top five. Um, really enjoyed it. We talked about it in the Hawkeye episode last week that we did, or two weeks ago that we did but it's on YouTube and everything. Hawkeye was really strong for me, barely under Falcon and Winter Soldier. But as far as the MCU shows went that we got this year, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the top of the line for me for those shows. And that's my number four. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number f- number four for me. Um, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Mm. Doom Patrol. I've I've got a fondness for this show. We've talked before. Uh, the way I described it to you when I was first telling you about it was it's like a more a quirkier, more adult version of Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. kind of with that misfit team brought together. Right. Um, and this season just showcased that. Yeah. I mean that was with the uh, sisterhood of Dada and. And all that that was going on. It was just, I, I thought it was a great season. So, came in at number four for me. And speaking of four, we're getting a fourth season. I don't think it'll be this year. If it is, it'll Probably be not. a lot later this year. I don't know. I forget the t- uh, filming turnaround for that turnaround for that show. Um, Speaking of quick turnarounds, my number three, 
The Witcher Season 2. Now, this was one I kind of mm. hinted at earlier when we talked about TV of what I've been watching. We This came out right when we stopped recording uh, for the last year, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it came out the week before Christmas. And we finished this show in two nights. It was eight episodes, but man, and everyone knows my love for Henry Cavill. And it just, just keeps getting better with The Witcher especially this season and it's setting up for season three to be really, really, really good. And it was, I feel like they went above and beyond. We saw a lot of characters from the first season that came back. They didn't do for uh, spoiler for season one. They did a whole time jump thing and you had to kind of put the pieces together for the finale. Uh, they didn't do it for this epi- this season. They just went straight through like a linear story, like normal everyone else does. But man, it was so good. the 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 monsters were great. The suspense was good. The song that they have for the show, because they always have a song every season now from Yaskier, and oh, absolutely loved it. I can't wait for more Witcher. Cool. My turn. Mm-hmm. At number three, um, another show that just had a a really really good season held my attention really well and that was titans Mm, good pick um yeah this was it was it's just another really good season you know they kept us guessing too right we kept wondering when are we gonna see um wonder girl come back when are we gonna see raven come back and and they managed to hank like completely killed him off well you know he got a little hot under the collar there. And yeah. Well, really, and he's also got his own TV show coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Yep, that was my number three. Uh, number two, Titan Season 3. Yeah, absolutely. Everything you just said, <laughs> I completely agree. I love that they put the Joker in there. Batman kills the Joker, and the Titans are the protectors of Gotham this season. We got Blackfire. Uh, we got... Red Hood. I mean, we had a lot of good comic book characters. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. I mean, we had so that's what I'm saying. Like there, this season, we had so many good comic references that are enrooted and engraved in like, Batman and Nightwing lore and history. And oh, I just I can't wait for season four of this show as well, just like Doom Patrol, because I, I just want to know where they go next. Because this show yeah. is. I mean, do we get a road trip season next? Do we just get a San Francisco season next? What really happens? Do we see Red Hood mm-hmm. come back? I mean, there's a lot that that can be done with this show, and it's like they're running on all cylinders, and they don't look like they're going to stop anytime soon. Hopefully, yeah, because they've already told Jason Todd that he'll never be a Titan. Right. So, does he become that anti-hero of Gotham still, or does Batman come back? Do we see the the Titans? universe with batman like do we see that version of batman or is it just bruce wayne that we see i mean there's a lot that they can do and i'm all in for the ride it's it's not a shock that titans is a, is a good show yeah so yeah all right number two for me was uh recent that's hawkeye hawkeye mm. i had to go hawkeye yeah that's so a i mean we've recently kind of talked about that show and 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 everything that uh that we thought about pertaining to it i the casting was great you know we got the wilson fisk reveal Mm. 
Finally. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> and and like we said, they've the way they ended it with Clint and and Kate walking back towards the farmhouse, and she's trying to think of a name, and he's like, "I've got an idea," and then the Hawkeye logo You're comes right. up on the screen. So, you know, there's going to be a season two. Yeah. There's probably that's a show they could come back to for three, four, five seasons. Right, because I mean, and, Hawkeye's a a character that's important to the MCU, but like he's not your your heavy hitter, like right. your Captain Americas, your your Iron Man and stuff like that. They also left us with the cliffhanger of what's going on with Laura mm-hmm. and Agent Nineteen. Is she really Bobby Morse? Is right. uh, is she just hanging on to that for Bobby? Was she a different Agent Nineteen? We don't know. It's gonna be so. There's so uh, many questions with that, and I don't and, know when we're gonna get the answer for it. Yeah, you know, we we've talked about it before too. The MCU and this this show is a perfect example. Um, they do so well with their casting. Mm-hmm. And Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, could there be a? Could I, there I be can't a wait to watch Kate her for Bishop? the next ten years. Honestly. Right. Right. So, number two for me was Hawkeye. Number one. Now, this one I have not talked about since the beginning of 2021. And I am talking about January of 2021. And this one is came out on the last day of 2021. And that is Cobra Kai Season 4. This show, uh, obviously watched it over the break. We watched it in 24 hours span. We started it. The day it came out, and finished it the next day, which was New Year's Day. <laughs> we went in out, you know, out of twenty twenty one with it, into twenty twenty one with it, went out with twenty twenty one with it, and started twenty twenty two off with the right way. We watched the last two episodes on New Year's Day, and this show is, is truly special. And there's no way that I feel like that they're doing. There's a movie I watched to get prepared for this season. Uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. the big guess, but we'll talk about it when we talk about what we watched over the break. But, man, they are... They added new characters this season. Did not know how I felt about that. But we still have two more seasons until they're done. They've said they're doing six seasons and they'll be done. And this was four. And, man, they are setting some crazy things up. And I just... I can't wait. Like, it was one of those... They were only like 30, and then the last episode was like 41 minutes long. And we just want more. Like, the 80s nostalgia, the Karate Kid nostalgia is just so good. And the way that they do flashbacks in this show is truly phenomenal. And I, I can't wait to uh, to watch it again. And watch, because I watched, uh, I binge watched the first three seasons up that whole week of New Year's. And mm-hmm. Just to get caught back up with it. And, I mean, I've got my wallpaper is Cobra Kai. You know, it's just, it's, it's too good, man. I can't stop thinking about that show. And Still haven't watched movie. it. Oh, it's if you love the Karate Kid movies or even watched them, this show was it's so good. It has something for everybody. It feels like a superhero show, but being so well written for like eight plus characters, like each person goes through an arc or multiple arcs, and they're so good. Like the, even the finale of season two, which was breathtaking, and I would be very pissed off if I was watching it in real time. Was was something that I've I haven't seen in a TV show in a long time, and oh, it's just so good. I, I really think you would enjoy it. Have they gotten Hillary Swank to make an appearance? I don't know. Don't know. You tell yes, me. Yes, they should. She was in the third one. 
You tell me. So. Um. <laughs> number, number one for me. Uh, speaking of going back a ways, you can probably guess what this is. Mm. This got it all started for us this year. Um, and that's WandaVision. Yeah. I just have I just have a soft spot for that show. I don't know. Well, it's... It was it was quirky with the way it started with her touching on a different decade mm-hmm. of TV history. I do think they kind of missed the boat. They could have had uh when they got to the 80s or or, or the 90s, they could have had uh the house a replica of the full house. Mhm. Okay. They went pretty sisters. almost like they got pretty close to it. I don't think they could do it verbatim because I'm sure mm-hmm. there's copyright issues somewhere. Like I don't think uh, Disney owns the rights to Full House. And I think it would have been um, perfect if, and from what I understand, they're completely out of it now. But if they had been able to have convinced her sisters mm-hmm. to make to just make a cameo, yeah, something that'd be great. Uh, but. It started off with that quirkiness, and then it just it turned into what we expect of the MCU. And uh, the, the visions fighting one another. Yeah, oh. everybody was waiting on Mephisto. Right. There were and, so many. Well, maybe they, they purposely put the... It the, was Agatha all along. Right. I mean, they. what kills me is they purposely put the Fox um, uh, Quicksilver in it. Yeah. And then just said, no, this is Ralph Boner. I was like, come on. We really did it for a, a wing-wing joke, and that's how we're going to end the show. But now looking at what we know mm-hmm. 12 months later, that was them sort of teasing everybody. Like, right. yeah, that this is this is what's coming up. This is what we're leaning towards. Yeah. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, what was your TV top five shows, or even top three for 2021? Let us know down in the comments because that was a fun list. I really enjoyed that one. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect those out of you. Hot and spicy, <laughs> I like it. Releases this week for TV. Um, Tuesday, January 11th is Superman and Lois Season 2 coming on the CW, which we will be doing our spoiler-filled uh, talk about. Mm-hmm. That's our show we're going to be doing. Uh, Tuesday, January 11th as well, after Superman and Lois, is the DC Comics uh, Naomi show, also on the CW. I will be watching it just because I'm curious to see what they do with it. Uh, it's, I mean, of course, I guess it's going to get the two to three episodes of the Tyler Haynes special, Copper Drop It, and we'll see what it does. But Thursday, January 13th, we're also reviewing these episodes. Peacemaker Season 1, Episodes 1, 2, and 3 drop on HBO Max. We will be watching those three episodes and talking about them next week along with Superman and Lois. That will take the place of the movie review for next week because there's just four hours of content to watch and discuss next week. So we will be doing that, which leads us in to Chris, our movie section. Movies. All right, let's flip the role then. I guess I'll get started with five. And Yes, sir. And uh, I'm going to say this about my list. Uh, I tried to focus for this one on stuff that we watched. Okay. We watched quite a few 2021 movies. And we also watched some that were technically 2020 movies. So right. I had to Shift dig into my brain. Yeah. Um, 
But number five for me, Black Widow. Mm. It's a good one. I just, I, I really like the movie. It, it's probably a year from now, if I had to rate the movies we watched this year, it might not make the list. Right. Just because I think I still have it a little bit higher because it was our first MCU movie in so long. That was our first Phase because 4. Of, yeah. Because of uh, the pandemic, which shall not be named. <laughs> uh, still in, by the but way. But yeah, it, it, David Harbour. Oh. You know, just great Red Guardian. Uh, we get introduced... To Florence Pugh's Yelena, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, it's it was just, it was really good on its own, but then at the same time, it set some stuff up for what we're enjoying now, so I, yeah, number five for me. Number five for me, also an MC title, The Eternals. Mm. Now, this one barely just beat out Black Widow for me. Uh, the reason I put it more higher a little bit for me was just because this sets up a lot of our future for the MCU more right. than some other movies do it will more than Black Widow does Black Widow to me there was not really any um, risk for that one because we knew the outcome of that movie we knew um, Scarlett Johansson or Black Widow lives where yes we didn't really know about her family but there was not a whole lot of risk I knew she wasn't going to die in that movie uh, so that's why Eternals got a little bit bigger of a boot for me. It not the best MCU movie. If if I was doing a whole MCU rank period anyways, I don't know that it would be higher than Black Widow would be, like if I did a whole MCU list. But for 2021, right. it was uh better it beat it out for me. Cool. Number 4. Shang-Chi and the Legend mm. of the Ten Rings. Mm. This was fun. This was fun. Um, it got a spot above Black Widow for me because it's kind of kicking off the next phase. Mm-hmm. You know, Black Widow kind of teased the next phase, and this was really the the start of it. We got um, we got a new hero. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a very good portrayal of the mandarin ben kingsley was really good in this mm-hmm. they had two mandarins uh, technically yeah <laughs> technically uh wong makes a couple of appearances mm-hmm. the that nice little which we still haven't had explained the the end credit scene right or was it the mid credit scene uh mid credit i can't remember now mid credit with mark ruffalo and Oh, no, that was Brie Larson. Mark Ruffo. Uh, so we still don't know that one and fully what's going on there. Right. But, yeah, I just, I liked the movie. It had some good action to it, but it also told an emotional story. So I felt like it was a nice, balanced uh, superhero film at that point. So, yeah, number four, Shang-Chi. Number four for me, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. So... <laughs> so this movie a lot of the things you said like the, the pacing was really well done 
Uh, I mean, we really enjoyed this movie when we reviewed it, you know, just a couple months ago, which doesn't feel like it was, I feel like it was longer than a couple months. Like 2020 and 2021 to me are all one big blur. 2020 mm-hmm. more so than 21. But it yeah. it was really good. I mean, we set up a a new single story, new single superhero story that someone I didn't even know about. I mean, I knew about the Mandarin and the way that they changed his comics to this, I thought was really well done. And, and it sets up like a lot of what uh, Eternals did. It sets up a lot of the future for the MCU, not really as a whole, but as a whole towards our Avengers, if you will. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with Aquafina going forward, but with Shang-Chi, I'm really excited about to see where he goes from here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so this next one for me... I swear if it's the same one I've got. It's probably not, because I think technically this was a 2020 release. Uh, I worked it onto the list because we reviewed it this year. I think it was this year. <laughs> it's it's hard to know anymore, man. right? Um, and that was The Old Guard. Oh, The Old Guard. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that movie. Yeah, it's technically a 2020 film, but we... I don't think we watched it till this year. Right. I think it was back in about like March or April. Yeah, it, it was like. early when we watched that. Um, and so I, I kind of used a little shoehorn there to be able to say, well, we reviewed it in, in 21, so right. I'm going to put it on my list. But Yeah, that works. Um, loved the movie. We said at the time that we reviewed it that they, they have to do they have to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. They are doing a sequel. Just win. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Just, you know, as long as they get it right. Oh, I, I think they will, because I think Charlize Theron is one, like, one of the ones spearheading it. So mm-hmm. she knows what she wants with her character, and I feel like they'll do it. I think they'll do just fine. We'll have to rewatch it before we see the second one, though. Yeah, definitely. But that was number three. Number three. Uh, one that I surprisingly liked a whole lot. Coming out of left field. Red Notice with The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Now this one, we you know we talked about it recently, so I'm not going to get too far into it. Loved it. Humor was great. Action was fun. Twist, mm-hmm. didn't really see until the end. I still don't want to spoil it because it's it's a twist, you know. Um, but man, it was good. I, I can't wait to watch the second one if they do one. I think they announced one, right? We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just win. But all three of them, you know, three big celebrities who are real big. It's going to be scheduling conflicts and everything. But yeah, it was really good. A lot of fun to watch. And one that I could easily rewatch again and not care that I'm rewatching it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So that almost made my list. Mm. Um, and then I was sitting there and I was thinking about it and I was like, man, we watched a few Ryan Reynolds movies this mm-hmm. year. I mean, just off the top of my head, there was that one and Free Guy Six and Underground. Uh, Six Underground. So, and there might have been one or two others that he was in that we watched. Probably. I mean, we, um, we're Ryan Reynolds fans, apparently. <laughs> At least at 21 we were. <laughs> yeah, it, it almost made the list. Number two for me is technically an older movie, technically a few years old. Um, but 
the version that I've got mm-hmm. on here came out this year. And that's Zack Snyder's Justice oh, League. Almost on my list. It was almost, so I put, the way I did my list is I put, uh, I would start the movies, like I went through like Letterboxd and like GG app and things like that. And like, uh-huh. oh, I love that movie. And so I wrote it down. And they're like, oh, I like that movie a lot. So I wrote it down and put it like, would I like it better than that movie? So like um, like a Red Nose and um, Shang-Chi. So, oh, do I like that one better? Like, yeah, yeah, I like that one better. So I just kind of dropped that list. It was number six for me. So, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it it was an epic. How long was it? Like four hours? Yeah, it was a, oh, Lord. Three and a half. Yeah, it was, it was a long one. But it was so worth it. And it didn't seem like that long of a movie. Right. Yeah, four and hours I, and two minutes. I think the fact that after it was over, Warner Brothers makes this terrible decision to issue a statement that we are not continuing the Snyderverse. Bad. They don't know what they're doing. And it's like, that's what everybody wants. What oh, are you doing? Speaking of, because we haven't talked about the news and everything, so the rumor mill is right now is that Flashpoint, the new Flash movie, Mm-hmm. is going to reset everything like they're going to not make that all like the Snyderverse all those movies not canon anymore so that's how you get Ben Affleck out that's how you get Henry Cavill out but it doesn't make really much sense to me because of Gal Gadot doing Wonder Woman but that's what the the rumor is that this movie is doing is resetting the DCEU yeah but it doesn't do any good if you make the same mistakes again yeah so. yeah 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 so <laughs> are they, are they going to contract with Kevin Feige to have him plan out their universe? They they need they need a Kevin I, Feige type, and we we've said that so many times. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean just... that the Batman movie that's coming out in March is not they've already said it's not a part of the DCEU. It's a standalone like Christopher Nolan's was. So, which I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> y'all do you? <laughs> they just keep screwing it up, don't they? Right. All right. Number two, very interchangeable with number one. Um, this movie came out of nowhere for me. Did not expect to like it as much as I did. Uh, and that movie is 2021 Dune. And I was not expecting to like this movie as much as I did. So, so much that I keep forgetting that I collect still books because everything's been digital lately. And I have been trying to get the steelbook for this movie. And I, you know how Best Buy does it, because they're the big steelbook uh, hub, I guess. Mm. They they go on sale, don't really say when they're on sale, and then they're done. That's the last time they make of them. So I've looked, I missed that window, and people are selling them. Like the movie had not come out until January 13th for physical. And people are trying to sell their pre-orders for like $50, $60, $80. I'm like, eh, I'll hunt it down and find something. If anything, I'll just buy the special edition, which is about the same price anyways, but it's not still um, So There's a site called Zavi, Z-A-V-V-I.com. Uh, they do their own still books. Mm. So you may be able to get one through them. Well, let's just uh, let's just see. But yeah, that that movie I was not it. I was not expecting to to love that film as much as I did. I still haven't finished the first book yet because I mean it's ginormous. 
but yeah. it's I, that movie's just special, and I, I can't wait to watch it. I mean, I watched it twice <laughs> last year. I I have so. not seen it, but I think it's interesting that all the marketing leading into it said Dune, right? And then you said when the movie's starting, and they put the title on the screen underneath it says like part one yeah or chapter one and yeah. it's like you but they, they advertise didn't that. sell it like that no so uh but if you're familiar with the story it's not a surprise because right. it's such a epic i mean they stopped the first the first part first movie like halfway through the book and i'm almost to that spot in the book i just need to charge yeah. my kindle and start i need to start reading more yeah. but i just there's a lot of other stuff going on so I don't have slow time. I want to do other things. but So, my number one, and I'm probably going to be upset if you don't have the same uh, movie here. I guarantee it's the same movie. <laughs> is uh, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, this one, this one took it pretty easy for me. I mean, as soon as I got to the movie section, I was like, well, that's number one. Right. That, that was, well, let's... This was the easiest number one I could pick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. Um, and we just, we've talked about it recently, so I don't know if there's much more that we can say. I just. No, I don't, I don't think other than, no, we've, we've covered, I mean, it's still pretty spoilery. I just want to go watch it again, but I don't want to watch yeah. it in theaters right now uh, with everything going on. I just kind of want to, I want that. Now that I did pre-order the steelbook, Eternals and No Way Home. I pre-ordered both of those. Now, Best Buy, you cannot pre-order No Way Home anymore for steelbooks. Really? So I don't know what I did, but I, I probably got the last one. But I just, I can't wait. I mean, that's it's your fault. All right. <laughs> I just, I, that's one of those movies that I am going to watch a, a whole, whole lot. And I just, I can't wait until that comes in, which I think it's supposed to. So that came out December, maybe what, March, I think is when it should come out. Yeah. If not sooner for uh, theaters. Oh, Disney Plus. Mm, if it goes to them. But that was my number one. I'll probably get my copy through the Disney Movie Club. Um, probably pick up a. I'll probably get the 4K. And uh, it won't be in a still book, but it'll be the. Yeah. What do they call it? The cinematic universe edition or something like. Yeah. That. The cool one. One of the cool ones. You know, there'd be like 19 versions of these things. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, that leads us into games. Well, I want to talk about. What I watched movie-wise first. Oh, okay. Um, just a quick... So I watched Matrix Resurrections. <sighs> One part of me says, don't waste your time. The other part of me says, it's okay. I'm going to say this, and this has been compared to on the internet. And Karate Kid Season 4 had better mm. fight scenes than Matrix Resurrections did. And that's not okay. What? Yeah. Let me let let me ask you this: Should people watch the film or play the Unreal Engine demo? Ooh, uh, I say play the Unreal Engine demo because yeah, it's that that's just great. Uh, 
it was okay. I think I'm trying to remember what I gave her on Letterbox. I think I gave it like two stars, two and a half. Right. So D, D plus. Uh, that's so bad. Yeah, it's they could have done so much, but there's a lot of talks about why it was so bad that Lana Wachowski tried to run into the ground because they were going to try and take over Warner Brothers is going to reboot it or something like that. So there's a lot of talk of that. I don't know what's fact or fiction. I'm sure in 20, 30, 40 years from now, when they're old and gray and they do a documentary of it, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But um, I also watched Karate Kid Part 3. That was, watched it the night before uh, Season 4 dropped of Cobra Kai. Never watched Cobra, uh, Karate Kid Part 3. So this was... Good. It, it was different. It was... The first two I remember a lot fondly. I didn't. I keep forgetting that the those three movies they filmed back to back, and because like they didn't age, <laughs> nobody aged at all. So I was like, did they film it? I had to Google it, and they did. Um, a lot slower to me in the first two movies, but the ending was a lot of fun. Like it, it got a little dark there for a second, but it mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it, and it does tie into uh, season four. So it's pretty good. And then the last movie I watched, technically, is the Harry Potter 20th anniversary reunion, where they had all the actors and actresses come back to the sets and with the directors and producers and talk to each other and did a little, lot of behind the scenes stuff. And it was truly special. I cried at the end. I mean, it, it was hard not to because, I mean, that was a big part of my teenage and early preteen years was the books right. and those especially the movies because my first midnight release was deathly hollows part two so really mm-hmm. and then book release i think it was the deathly hollows was my first midnight release for a book my first and last midnight release actually for a book because they don't really do that anymore so those those are good i didn't watch a whole lot of movies but i did watch those so chris games have you played anything fun over the past two to three weeks? I've I've continued my slow progression on uh, Tell Me Why. Uh, uh, still have not started that. I, I still I still love the game. It's just logging in. Yeah, uh, I one hundred percent feel exactly what you're feeling. Yeah. So I've done that, and uh, of course I've. Continued Madden and and uh, I I did dip in to a couple of games that made my list because I had not I had not officially played any of them yet, but mm. I'd seen play I'd seen playthroughs, so yeah. I was like, I know I'm gonna like that when I get around to it. Right. Uh, but I wanted to be able to say I had played some of them. Right. Because I, as, like I told you before we started recording, I did not do a very good job this year of playing new games. <laughs> I kept going back and playing when I was playing something outside of the sports games I was doing, you know. Well, even tell me why. It's like a 2019 release. Right. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a 2020 release. Uh, so, yeah. I I was playing stuff from a couple of years ago. It's It's... If if Destiny would have released their Witch Queen expansion last year, I would have put it on the list. But with Destiny not releasing an expansion, I feel like that was live service games are a little hard to do, like your Maddens, yeah. your uh, Destiny, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, but 
Yeah, it was. I mean, I've, I've obviously played it over the break. Uh, played a lot more. Have not touched Halo Infinite multiplayer, but I've been chipping away at the campaign. Really enjoying the campaign still. Just chipping away. I uh, started a new game, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. PlayStation uh, 4 and 5 exclusive for right now. Uh, I'll talk about it a little more in depth later on. Future spoilers. Uh, I got, well, I started playing Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla Siege of Paris. Started playing it today. Mm. Really enjoying it. Um, would have made the list if I played more. I've only played like one. Uh, one or two of those big story missions in it and a lot of the side missions uh i don't feel like that's fair to the other games i've played more of to put that above since i just started playing it today and then i played a game called the gunk that came out late last year it's on xbox game pass it's supposed to be like a four or five six hour game i think i'm five hours into it and i'm not done with it yet yeah but it's a fun little indie game and it's a perfect game pass game because i would not have touched it unless it was on game pass but it's All a nice right. little pretty little Little game, so I advise people to play that one. But the biggest thing I got over the break was the Oculus Quest VR 2, or 2 VR, whatever you want to call it. And now if you're a video watcher, you can say I got the box up there on my shelf in front of the PlayStation now. So let me tell you about this thing. My only other experience with VR is uh, the PlayStation VR, which came out, I feel like, two decades ago at this point. And this thing really surprises me. A lot of people don't want to play it because it's Facebook, but you don't have to log in with Facebook anymore. You can make a Quest account, so you don't even need Facebook, really. So I haven't played, like, I haven't bought and played like a full-fledged game on it yet. But I have played, they have a Horizon Venues is what they call it. So every so often, they've got a rotating thing that, like a new things every day. I have attended a Snoop Dogg DJ concert with some people. I've been to a Young Thug concert. I've been to a uh, all in VR, by the way. Like they basketball games, they have where you can get a subscription and you can go to select VR games like live as they're happening. Mm-hmm. What they do is they set the VR unit up in a seat somewhere in the the basketball game, and you can watch it and see everyone around you. But you're just a VR camera, and that's really cool. I haven't. I'm not big into uh, basketball, but. If they do have something for baseball like that this year, I I can guarantee you I will probably buy the subscription for that just to sit at some baseball games in VR. Uh, but the biggest thing for me that I've played, again, I've only had this for me, I haven't even had it in a full week yet, is VR Poker Stars. It is Ooh. so fun. Not the biggest poker player, but just because there's not a whole lot to play poker in uh, Tennessee right now. You have to go to Kentucky. But, man, this is fun. It's I mean, you're sitting around a table with a bunch of other people on their VR headsets. You can talk to them if you want to. You don't have to. You can buy virtual beer, virtual cigars, cigarettes, rubber duckies, barbells, dumbbells, anything. And it was so funny. Like, people were taking selfies last night. And I got a selfie on my Oculus of someone taking a picture of me. I was just sitting there playing poker. I was sitting there smoking a cigar and drinking a beer in VR playing poker with just seven other random people. <laughs> but man, it's fun. I, I really enjoy the Oculus Quest and to see where this is going in the future is uh, I'm all in on the metaverse. I mean, I just am. And if my work went to say, hey, let's do a VR meeting, I'd be like, hey, I'm ready. Let's do it. But that's that's what I've been playing over the break. Quite a bit of stuff. But, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about some of them once we get to these games. 
Ugh. All right. Start this off games. My number five of the top five is a game called Samurai Warriors 5. This game has been seven years in the making. Finally came out last year. I'm a big uh, Musao Warriors or Musou Warriors, whatever part of the country you're from, fan. And this game brought a new art style to it. And, oh, so much fun. I just, just go in there hack and slash, and it's a lot of fun. I've beaten it. Uh, the main story A, there's a main story B you could play as. just haven't gotten around to that yet with everything else coming out. And it's being time with uh, Destiny mainly. But it's it's been a lot of fun, and I'm ready for the next Destiny Warriors that comes out. The Dynasty Warriors. So. Mm-hmm. Um. My game list is probably going to be a little bit dull. <laughs> uh, number five, Madden 22. Madden 22. There's really nothing to say about it. <laughs> now for, do they do, I haven't played Madden, I mean, we talked about it last year, 2021, but I haven't played a Madden game in a while. Do they, what do they do during the playoffs and Super Bowl? Do they do anything fun? I know they do the sim where you can the Super Bowl teams you can, you know, pick a team and play as those right. teams. But do they do anything like crazy? Not, not now. In Ultimate Team, they do. They have your playoff and Super Bowl promos where they drop oh. new content, new well, that's cards. That's pretty cool. Uh, all the playoff teams, they'll get new cards, and then the Super Bowl teams get new cards, and they'll have legends associated with big playoff performances and Super Bowl performances that'll get like Malcolm Butler usually gets a Super Bowl card because yeah. of the interception against the Seahawks on the goal line. Right. Um, Franco Harris usually gets one. Um, I think they normally drop one for him in that, in the Super Bowl promo. So they do it with an ultimate team, but I don't think they do it any other time. I kind of want to play ultimate team again. I just know if I do, I'm going to lose a lot of my time playing it. And that's just, I, I just know that's how I am when it comes to these games. And as you, like I just said, I've got so many games I'm playing right now anyways, yeah. but it might be one of those that's... things. So the next one, what I guess 2023, whenever they drop it, well, I guess it'd be late next year, huh? Nah, I'll probably play it before then. Just because I would... of nostalgic. Well, you so you'll either probably get hung up in ultimate team or you'll, try your hand at some franchise rebuilds and get mm. addicted to that yeah which which isn't nearly as bad because it's not you know we've talked before the the daily content live services they interrupt your schedule <laughs> that you have to play other games so yeah. much because you have to log in daily and with franchise you don't have to do that now i was thinking the other day it's I don't think we're getting it until 2023, but when they release their college football oh, games. Oh, college is, is not going to do well for me, Chris, especially if they make it right. That's not going to do me well. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. See, I'm, I'm probably going to have to pick between Madden and college oh. because I just don't have that much more time to add those two and the show and then all these other games I want to play. I, yeah. Yeah. Just too, just too I, much. I can't wait. Vanderbilt's going to the national championship. Speaking of, that's tomorrow night. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Ob, Bama and Georgia. Yeah. Who would have thought? Two red and white teams. They could have just 
skip the season and had those teams play. Yeah, I mean, who who didn't know that they were going back or going? So yeah. it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> number four for me. To, so crazy that this is so low on my list. Halo Infinite. Now I'm combining mm. campaign and the multiplayer again. Take this with a uh, bread breadcrumb, but I have not beaten the campaign yet. But what I have played, I'm pretty sure I'm about halfway through it now because it's open world and I have to collect and do everything before I start the next mission. And that's what I'm hung up on. But, dude, it's it's so good with the grappling hook in the game. Um, the weapon instead of Cortana now. And, man, it's so fun. I just... It's one of those I want to jump into, but it's one of those I have to be in a certain mood to play an open world game yeah. to to go in and just know I'm doing the collectibles for instead mm-hmm. of the campaign. So that's my number four. My number four, and and this kind of you mentioned before, um, having some games that you considered that their expansions dropped this year. Mm-hmm. Um. That's kind of what this is. Um, Marvel's Avengers. Mm. Yeah. I I didn't have the issues, because we talked when I first started playing it. That, um, I think you played it first on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. yeah. I played it first on the 4. I didn't quite have the issues other people apparently had. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'd heard a lot of complaints about, in general, the bugginess of the of the gameplay. I didn't encounter a lot of that. Right. But it was it was one of those games that I really didn't come back to very much after I put it down after that initial start. But I really enjoyed what I played of it. Yeah. So, and I, I feel like that's what I want to get better at is finishing. <laughs> the games that I start new New Year resolution, because <laughs> well I I start something I'm like man I really love that game and then I look and it's like five percent complete I'm like the the GG know. app is what helps me out a whole lot with that because I'll go in there and I'm like oh what is that one game that that I haven't completed yet that I'm feeling kind of nostalgic for want that kind of grindy feel to it and I'll go in there I'm like oh yeah I'm still supposed to be playing X Y and Z. And that helps me out. Like you either shelf it, like I'm not gonna come back to it anytime soon, or like I mean, I've got it right now. I've got the same six games that I'm playing. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Numero three, I have Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Now this game grab was up for Game of the Year uh, last year for everybody else, and I can see why. I didn't play it until it went on sale for. I think it was a New Year sale, actually. And I bought it for like $15 off. And it is a very beautiful, very open-world, linear-ish game. It's not as open-world, but kind of is. It reminds me a lot of Pikmin uh, and to an extent. But the story so far, another one that I am almost done with, but not quite there. I'm closer to being it than I am Halo Infinite. Um, because it's got maybe like a 10 hour, 15 hour story mode and I just can't stop playing it. It's a lot of fun. Very beautiful. The music's really cool. The story is 
is really well done with how they do it. The haptic triggers for PlayStation 5, it's a PlayStation 4 and 5 game, but the haptic trigger, triggers for it are really cool. You know, there's a bow in the game. And it's just one of those that's a, kind of a feel-good to an extent, but to a, but there's really a dep- some depressing moments as well. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're a spirit guide, is who Kenna is. And the, there's some there's little sad stories in there. Because your first yeah. uh, spirit guide you're doing uh, takes a turn. Like, once you realize, like, oh, that's who these two are. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it, it's really cool, and I, I can't wait to play more of it. And that's how it uh, earned the top three spot for me for 2021. Awesome. Uh, last sports game, I swear. Uh, <laughs> n- number three is MLB The Show. Mm. Uh, better gameplay than Madden. Uh, and we got sports Xbox games... release for it. Yeah. First time ever. Yeah. Sports games are usually animation-based. Like, that's how the players react. Right. Right? Madden's very difficult because I've I've experienced multiple times say running the ball I'm going for the hole mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'll I'll see in real time my player will kind of keep running in place and they'll just get pulled over into a tackle really yeah it's really bad but I've heard from people that used to work at EA that the code that they build each year's game on is from like 2000 so we're using legacy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the game, uh, the people on the gaming side try, but the people in the suits up in the office say, eh, it's not a marketable feature. It's cheaper. So, yeah. yeah. Um, MLB The Show, you still have animations, but it's not that bad. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's not much to say about it. it it's, a, it's a baseball game. Yeah. But it's the best one on the market, so. I haven't played that one for, I think, two weeks. I played with it, and then I, I'm sure it was Destiny that just does not let me go. <laughs> Help. I think the, the only month I didn't play Destiny was November. And Wouldn't it be great if you had time to just play everything you wanted to play? Yeah. you know, All the way to completion? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I don't like paying bills. I don't like working. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, over the break, I haven't even... Uh, told you though that usually right here is where I play my games and uh, so I took my PlayStation upstairs for the first time uh, months ago and I was like that's just where I'm going to play it because I'm tired of switching things around and I was hoping that maybe it'd break up some of the monotonous of sitting here all the time well that didn't work so two weeks ago I took the Xbox upstairs so I have no games down here this is all this is all just work and podcasting or Netflix whatever you want to call it so mm-hmm but it's helped. I've played a lot more games because when I get done working, I, I just get tired of looking at these walls. And yeah. so it's just a change of scenery and it, it works. I advise anybody that's working from home to not sit where your games are because you don't want to do it after work because I sure as hell don't. So yeah. anyways, enough about that nonsense. My number two, which is going to bring a number one into a fun one. I don't know if you'll be able to guess my number one, but number two, Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. This was a game that took me by surprise. Was not I played the first couple ones back on PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3. Was not expecting this game to be as awesome as it was, especially using the PlayStation 5 uh, functions and everything. But, man, it was mm-hmm. fun. 
and the story was great. We introduced some new characters. I really hope going forward they bring back in. It's Insomniac Studios, who's also working on a Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 game. So I don't know when we'll get a another Ratchet and Clank. I'm sure we will, but I just don't know when. Um, but then again, we didn't know they were going to do another Spider-Man anytime soon. Because they are a bigger team now, but they've got a lot of games coming up. But Ratchet and Clank, really enjoy it, really like it, and it's number two for me. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to both Spider-Man and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be good. Uh, Spider-Man's going to ruin uh, my life. <laughs> uh, number two, and both number two and number one are, the these are the games that I saw playthroughs of, and realizing how few 2021 games I'd played, I was like, I need to at least jump into these and, and see how, what I think of them. Because based on the playthroughs, they look like games I would love. And I was right. Um, number two, the Dark Pictures Anthology House mm. of Ashes. Now, you've played, um, um, whatchamacallit, right? Uh, the one, oh, the same team did it for PlayStation 4. Whatchamacallit. With, uh, Until Dawn? Until Dawn. Yeah. 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 How, how this... similar are those? Uh, same, kind of, still kind of gameplay? Same gameplay? Yeah, it's very much like you have, you know, you'll have your, uh, I can't remember if they use the bar or the meter, but you have so long to make a decision on what you're going to say to somebody. And, and yeah, it's still very, very, very similar. Game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This one centers around a, um, a team that's, they're dropped into the mid I can't remember where in the Middle East they're dropped, but they um they end up they end up having to basically align themselves with one of the enemy soldiers. Mm. Because they they've all ended up underground and something is living down there. Oh. That's thousands of years old. And uh they've got to try and survive. Hmm. I'll leave it at that, but it's it's very good. And at the same time, you have some uh, relationship stuff going on right. amongst the team and and all that. But does Alana Pierce do a playthrough of it? Yeah. Okay. I might have to check that one out at some point because it yeah. it'd be fine if I'm watching when the sun's up. So, and I'm not actually playing it. I think I it's one that I could see you deciding, you know what? I'm I'm going to give it a shot and try playing. Hmm. Cuz it's I it's really that. good. I liked until dawn, so. Yeah. I knocked that one out in one sitting. It's a good game. A yeah. lot of good people. <sighs> Number 1. Now this one again, a game took me by surprise. Did not think I would love it as much as I have. For as little game time I put into it. Um, again, one of those that I'm still playing, still uh, pushing into, and that is Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. I would have never thought a racing game would be a number one on my 2021, my number one list, period. But right. man, it is so good on the Xbox Series X. 
And, I mean, even on the S, too. I mean, I've seen Dad play it on his S. And it is beautiful. Any car that you could want, for the most part, you can have. You fully customize it. You customize your avatar. If you don't like doing races, you you don't have to do just races. They The accessibility features, uh, just how beautiful Mexico is, the, the music that they have in the game, the visuals, the sounds of the cars, I mean, just everything. It was so beautiful, and it's. I think I got snubbed for the Video Game Awards for a lot of things, but... I absolutely love that game, and it's just it's game of the year for me. Awesome. Crazy. Forza Horizon racing game, game of the year, Tyler Haynes, 2021. <laughs> First time for everything. Right. <laughs> um, so this, my number one, was one that um, I'd played a couple of these games in the past. And, again, saw a playthrough of this. Just kept putting it off. Still need to really dive into it. Resident Evil Village. Oh, God. Would not have guessed that. Oh, man. How how are you enjoying it so far? What I've played, I really enjoy. I kn- but again, I saw the playthrough, so I knew I would enjoy right. the game. It was just, it was like, yeah, that's something that I'll, I'll like. Um, it's... I didn't play seven, right? Uh, which was what Biohazard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to go back and play it before playing this, just because it does kind of lead into it. Yeah. But I, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm. If I keep doing that, I'll never play Village. So I just started, started oh, it up. That excites me. That's a, I've seen uh, the kind of funny crew play through seven, and eight. They play through uh-huh. seven over 2020 to 2021 and then they beat eight this year and played it obviously because it came out but that story is such a because the last one i played was six and the way that they reset the franchise kind of sort of they kind of did like a little soft reboot for these games it's so cool and fascinating and you have your horror in it but the action in it is so cool it's one of those ones Mm -hmm. that out of every horror game, I'd probably play those out of anything because the action and then the thrill is what gets gets me over that horror hump. Um, yeah. It's not just horror to scare you. It's horror to tell a story that kind of really happened in real life to an extent, but yeah. man, it's just so fun. I remember Biohazard, Jamie and I played together, um, at least for the first couple of missions. And I was like, no, nah, I'm out. Uh, this is too too scary for me. But once you make it over that, that initial hump, though, you'll be fine. Man, what a list. I, this, uh, yeah. I think this list is better than one last year, honestly. A lot of similarities, I'm sure. But, you know. Uh, notable new releases. Uh, God of War comes out on PC January 14th. Have to play that on PC if you have not. Uh, God of War 2 comes out later this year. Speculation. We'll see what COVID does for the rest of it. Should come. It should be their fall release. So we'll see. Spider-Man should be. I'm thinking Spider-Man Two will be uh, 2023 spring release. If not, do you think they drop release. Wolverine probably this summer? Wolverine, no, because Insomniac won't drop two games at once because I want one to live. And I think Wolverine, honestly, 
if we so if we get Spider-Man twenty Spider-Man two twenty spring twenty twenty three, I think we will get Wolverine spring twenty four. Uh, if Spider-Man two comes out in the fall next year, we'll get Wolverine the following fall in twenty four. So it just depends on how close because Spider-Man two is sooner is closer to be released than Wolverine is. It just depends on when they get done with Spider-Man. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be my gauge for it. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear your picks for 2021, your top threes, your top fives for video games, movies, and TV. You hear our list. You heard our list. I think our list is banging. I don't think there's any flaws or any holes in our list, to be honest with you. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerdwine, our third year of podcasting, 2022, breaking it in with our normal list. Uh, make sure to do your homework next week. We got Peacemaker, which I have from the Red Band trailer they released a couple weeks ago. I'm really excited for. And, of course, Superman and Lois. I can't wait to dive back in there. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. YouTube TV, though. I was telling you earlier I got it. I can watch yeah. CW live shows now. So I might watch oh. that live. You never know. There you go. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nerdwide Podcast. Don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms and forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting service you would like. I'm going to do my best to get us up on Spotify uh, first half of this year. There's just a couple of hoops I need to jump through first, but that is my game plan to help get you more audiences. But on social media, you can follow the Nerdwide account at nerd underscore wide on Twitter. You can follow me at Ty underscore Haynes. And you can follow Chris at MathTN7. If you're on Facebook, you just search up nerdwide.com and find us there. But ladies and gentlemen, as always, this has been this week's Nerdwide podcast, the first one of 2022. And we cannot wait to come at you next week with some news and a lot of fun TV shows. We'll see you then. Later, guys.